The Encouragement Express is pulling in. It's the Encouragement Express radio show. The Encouragement Express train has pulled in. It's the Encouragement Express radio show, coast to coast, around the world, through cyberspace, (laughs) including Anchor.fm, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, and soon on iHeartRadio, those podcast networks. And, of course, you can always, like you have been, uh, pick up the Encouragement Express radio show right there at my website, the Encouragement Express Radio Show Show.com. So on your computer, smartphone, your your iTablet, however, glad to have you along. I want you to listen like it's an experience of encouragement. Uh, <laughs> and and just as if I'm a friend talking uh, right there in your, your living room or in your dining room or uh, right across the kitchen table. Really, really glad to do that. So I call it an old-fashioned whistle stop of encouragement. You hear the train pull in. I get out of the train. I encourage. I also get encouragement back from you. And then I pick up and we just head on back out and continue to allow the light of Jesus Christ to shine through us. This is the radio show for the week of February 21st, 2021. And I'm Michael Facciani, soloist, music evangelist, and the spiritual UPS man. I'm in trouble here, you see, because I was in Cameron, West Virginia last Sunday, and uh, (laughs) a gentleman by the name of Chuck is a 40-year veteran. He's retired now uh, from... (laughs) the United States Postal Service. He was a mailman. And he said he had a complaint that I was calling myself the spiritual UPS man. I got to think this one over. I got to figure out how I got to get around this one. So Chuck, thank you for your your patience there. I'll figure it out. But you're welcome to listen. I can tell you that. And I do appreciate your encouragement. So a shout out there to uh, Chuck Matthews. God bless you. 10 years now, friend, we've been doing this. Thanks for your prayers and support. And so uh, we've traveled over 690,000 ground miles now. And it was over 3,000 for me in the last week. So much going on. And I'll share as much as I can with you. But I want to thank you for tuning in, however you're doing that right now. So I already gave you that hint. I'm not a preacher or a teacher. Listen like I'm a friend and an encourager. And this is the first time, friends, this is the first time I believe in my fifth year of this radio show where I'm actually recording it on a Monday. It's the radio show for February 21st, the week of February 21st, which is a Sunday, and today is February 22nd. I don't think that's ever happened, but I got to tell you, I got to admit, I'm human. How about that? Um, I got a little overwhelmed last week. Uh, I was gone for some extended time, and I thought I better give my wife just a little bit of extra time yesterday. So that's my excuse, and that's all I got to give you. Other than some encouragement. Here's the the theme. Don't forget about Mark. Now, I'm going to share a story with you here, and I'm going to ask you and and encourage you, don't forget about Mark. I'm going to tell you a story 
Uh, if you will remember Mark and this story, I believe it will carry you through about any time of discouragement or trouble or feeling sorry for yourself. Would you admit, I know I'll admit, there's times when I just feel sorry for myself. Why, Lord, you know, can't you take care of this situation or that situation? Why is life so difficult? Why am I walking through another valley or this particular valley that's deeper than the last one I just came through? How many have ever thought that way before? Well, that's that's the human part of us here, and that's when we need to depend on the good Lord, and we're gonna we're gonna share that. And I want to share that with you from the perspective that that I go through this too. And this is the thing I like about the the Encouragement Express Radio Show when when you and I are talking and we're conversing here and encouraging one another. Uh, neither one of us is trying to be better than the other one because we're all the same uh, in our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're, in, we're the same, and here's how we are. We're actually his righteousness because he's given that to us. We're the righteousness of God in Christ. But uh, that's because of what he did. But when we get involved in some of the things that we walk through, some of the things we're feeling, even some of the things we're believing about ourselves, um, sometimes we don't feel like God loves us or we're doing good enough things for God to love us. He loves you and he loves me anyway. And we need to know that. And if we have that settled in our heart. You know, I wasn't going to share this and I didn't have this written down here. But there's, I got three beautiful daughters and I came through Nashville on Saturday. I got, got to see my oldest daughter, my son-in-law, and three of my grandchildren. One was born on just a few weeks ago uh, on New Year's Eve. And so, uh, but my son, Vinny. He's 23, and there's, there's one thing I want settled in his heart. And we spent some time this morning. He works a lot at night. He's got an internet business, doing very well. I'm so proud of him. But I'd be proud of him anyway, even if he wasn't so successful in the business that he, he developed. But I don't ever want him wondering if his father loves him. I don't care what he's going through. I don't care how bad he is. I don't care what dark tunnel he's walking through. I want him to know that his father, I'm talking about me, the earthly father, that I love him. And you know what? I think our heavenly father is the same way. We need to remember that God loves us. And, and when we have that in our heart, I believe it helps us because then we can concentrate on just allowing God to live through us rather than trying to correct every little thing that we do thinking that we're going to gain more love from God. No, 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 no. That's all settled. He loves you and he loves me. And um, But life can sometimes just kind of stink a little bit, right? Things don't go right. And we sit down, and sometimes we feel a little sorry for ourselves. Um, we we're, we feel like we're not content like we should be, going through a tough time, looking at other people in our lives, our friends, not begrudging them, but it's like, gee, what, I'm wondering why life isn't a little easier for me. Well, don't forget about Mark. I'm going to keep saying this, and I'm going to tell you about a story about Mark in just a few moments. 
Uh, and I knew this story, but I heard it again in a little bit more detail from a dear friend of mine in Florida this week. I remember our next-door neighbors here, wonderful Christian uh, people. Uh, their names are Roger and, and Cindy. And they were, uh, he, he's done well in his business as a mechanical engineer. She's had accolades as a music teacher. You can hear the kids over next door practicing early. I mean, before 7 a.m., they're over there playing the piano or an instrument. And they were, you know, taking some really nice trips and train trips and uh, I think a cruise or two and, and you know, we, we haven't been able to do, you know, some of those different things. And, and me and Mia were kind of thinking, gee whiz, wouldn't it be nice if we could do some of those things? I'm not saying it was outright envy. Maybe it was. Was it sinful? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm thinking, gee, if we could just go on a cruise or something like that, wouldn't that be cool? But you know what? They had a daughter, and I've done a radio show about this in the past. Um, their daughter struggled with uh, breast cancer and eventually they lost her and she's in heaven now and when I saw them go through that um, you know <laughs> have you ever really wished hey I wished I was that person or that person they seem so better off and it seems so easier well it wasn't easy for Roger and Cindy I remember being over at the church for that funeral and how they walked out in front of that casket and they did it so gracefully. And the glory of God was so present when they walked out. They walked and then the, they, they pushed the, the casket out after them. We were sitting in the, the pews in the back. I was so proud of them, so thankful for them, so thankful that we spent decades as their neighbors, but I also was thankful that, yeah, it wasn't me going through that at that particular time. Maybe someday we would face something like that, I don't know. But wishing I was in their position and taking these neat train rides and uh, cruises and stuff like they were able to do, it wasn't so important to me anymore. So I want to tell you a little bit about Mark. I don't want you to forget about Mark. If you're going through something in your life that's really tough, and I know, as you listen, you probably are. There's probably something going on that just isn't pleasant, isn't easy. I don't know if it's in, in, in an area of financial, family, legal. There's legal things that need to be handled, that need to be worked out, that are difficult. A spiritual thing, maybe, that you're struggling with. Something emotional something psychological i don't know what it is what valley you might be going through when you and i and and i i love to say it that when you and i not when you go through this no because i do too and i'm your friend when we have those feelings where we feel a little sorry for ourselves, and we maybe wish we were in someone else's shoes don't forget about mark you see mark is 65 years old He's the nephew of a dear friend of mine. When he was born, he was born with no use whatsoever of his arms, his hands, his legs, his voice, the ability to swallow. Uh, can't, 
he t- can't talk. He can communicate somewhat through a board. And he has had uh, somewhat of an education through the years. But I want you to remember this story. Not to make you feel sorry for Mark, because he's lived a full life. <laughs> I don't understand that all. I've never met him. But I'm really good friends with, with his uncle that loves him and is inspired by him. And I got to thinking about Mark, and I don't ever want to forget Mark. I heard that when he's fed, they literally have to feed him through like a straw. And since he has trouble swallowing, they have to kind of push that part way down his throat for him to gain nourishment. And as I listened to the story, I had to say, maybe like you are right now, thinking, Lord, forgive me forever. (laughs) Feeling sorry for myself. I'm not encouraging you or me to try to be perfect. I'm not trying to tell you to never ever or, or to feel guilty if you go through a situation. I'm not telling you to do that. But I am encouraging you this. That when you are going through something difficult, don't forget about Mark. And you know, I wanted to use that as the theme for this radio show because somehow I want his life to continue making a difference. Notice I didn't say I want his life to make a difference, you see, because his life has already made a difference. The very existence of his life, 65 years, I don't know how many years or decades he lived He has already lived longer than what medical science said he would. But he has already been an inspiration. And I want him to be an inspiration to you, just like he is to me. Now, you might say, I know someone in my life that, you know, is is in similar circumstances. Well, use them as that memory, too. You see, I've got another... uh, Rather than a song, I'm going to do uh, a narration and a story coming up because I got another story too to help us remember how fortunate we really are. And so I say this to encourage you, to uplift you, to maybe give you that cool glass of water along the way because maybe you, like me, sometimes there's a couple things I'm going through right now in my life where I need to not forget about Mark. And the fact that we can't answer some of the questions about why. Why does this person happen to go through this? Why does that person, why did he die or she die so young? What happened there? We don't have these answers. To me, helps us understand that there is a God. I don't know about you, But I think it's nice to know that there's someone in more control than me. (laughs) To me, that's liberating. That I'm not the person that's in total charge of my life. Now, I need to be responsible for things, certainly. But ultimately, there is someone greater, my Heavenly Father, my Lord Jesus Christ, 
that's in charge of my life and in control. To me, that's liberating. I hope it is to you. How about that for another extra glass of a cool glass of water along the way? I encourage you. It's so easy for us to step out in life and out there under our own power and under our own understanding when the Bible clearly tells us, we all know the scripture probably, to lean not upon our own understanding, but trust him and acknowledge him in all of our ways and he will direct our paths. Isn't that liberating? Isn't that exciting to know that there's someone more in charge than me. You know, from the outside, it can look easy for, uh, you know, to be the boss, the guy in charge. You know, sometimes we think the boss just has stacks of reserve money there to get through any situation we go through. And if you're the boss or if you're in charge of something, you're probably chuckling right now because you know what I'm talking about. It's easy to look at a boss the guy in charge and for us to be critical or think that they should do this or they should do that different than what they're doing but sometimes it looks easier from the outside but it's not it's easier sometimes when someone else is in charge and all we do all we need to do is our particular assignment and you know I found that out for me with my calling and with the Lord uh, to be liberating as well You know, I'm probably never going to be on that huge stage like so many great gospel quartets are and some of the great singers out there and selling millions of copies of CDs. But I've learned to be content and I've learned to just allow the Lord to touch lives through little old me. And I can tell you it's very powerful for me to walk in the encouragement that I've received from you and others along the way and I'm grateful for that and right now in my life I've learned that I wouldn't change that for anything I still find it a continued motivation to be God's spiritual UPS man or the spiritual mailman (laughs) if you're Chuck out there today you continue dropping off that mail or those packages whether it's FedEx or if it's UPS or whether it's the United States Mail or some of the other carriers out there, you just go ahead and continue carrying that encouragement to people, pointing people to our Lord Jesus Christ. And when you go through those times in your life where you wish things were a little different, where you, like me, feel a little sorry for yourself, where you're not appreciating some of the things that you have right now, don't forget about Mark. I can't imagine what it would be like to be confined to a wheelchair every day of my life. Now we might say, you know, he doesn't know any different. And well, you know, he probably doesn't. He doesn't know what it's like. I remember the days when I was running on the football field and sometimes I'll close my eyes and, and I'll think about those days almost 50 years ago like it was yesterday. And I have those experience, experiences and memories in my life. Maybe Mark doesn't, but I'll tell you what. I'm never going to forget about Mark. When I am in those situations and when I'm going through those circumstances of life, 
where I question, why, Lord? Why me? Why am I going through this? I don't want to forget about Mark. And I encourage you to do the same. Whatever you're going through in life right now, I encourage you to be thankful. I encourage you to have that hope and encouragement that only God can give. To recognize the value of the very breath that you breathe in your life. To know that God gave that to you. And that is a gift to you. And you are a gift to the world. And I thank God for you. And I'm so glad that you're tuning in to the Encouragement Express radio show today. I have a story here from my brand new Thank You For Your Story CD. And if you don't have a copy, I still have a few of these to get out. I've been a little behind and I'm running out of excuses. I got to get caught up a little bit while I'm here in the office. I might be called back out on ministry on a couple things and a couple, I call them secret missions. I could go at any time. I brought my stuff in and I asked me, here's all my, I call it my blacks, my black stuff here. I got, I wear a lot of black, black shorts, black shirts, black socks. There's a lot of black. I just pile it there. I said, if you can do it just in case there's an emergency, I'll be ready to go. Um, so I, I got to get some of these uh, sent out. But if you don't have a copy of Thank You For Your Story, uh, the Live Experience Remix, I want to get that uh, to you. And if you've already asked for that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get those out as quick as I can. Here's one of the stories that I recorded. It's Helena's story. Helena is the grandchild uh, of one of my friends that grew up just a block away from my home. And I noticed on Facebook several years ago, back in 2016, that her granddaughter was going through some problems. And I read more about her and found out she uh, had to go through a number of operations early on for her heart. She finally got a heart transplant. I believe it was March of 2016, early in 2016. But things didn't work out so well. And she's now with the Lord. I encourage you to not forget about Mark, but here's another one here. Don't forget about Helena. I was able in one of my Christmas shows to dedicate a song, uh, The Christmas Road, to her. And uh, I wanted to dedicate this story uh, to Helena and her family. And so here that is uh, from my Thank You For Your Story CD. I hope you enjoy this story. I'll come back and I'll pray for you. There's a light that shines brightly in the library of God's storybooks. It's a short story, but it's one of the most impacting and powerful I've ever read. This little one here, she wrote the manual when it comes to how to be strong. She had great impact on those she was around, especially her classmates. Facing three surgeries shortly after she was born. Ah, she lived through that with great grace. Many smiles brought much joy. But when she was six, she finally got that transplant for her heart in January 2016. 
It was difficult. She inspired her classmates. She inspired her family. She inspired her friends. She inspired me. That's how she was. She didn't just write the manual. She lived the manual of strength. But as God would have it, she spared her student friends in the summer of 2016, having to go through her passing. So that's when that bright light began to shine even brighter, continues to shine in our hearts. I never knew her personally, but I read about her and I heard about her. Her dear grandma grew up just a block away from me. But oh, I'll meet her someday. But until then, I'll speak about her. I feel like I know her. Helena, thank you for the inspiration that you are to those who knew you, those who will get to know you through this story, those who will get to know you in all of eternity, and somehow, I don't think we'll have to look for you in heaven. Thank you for your story. The story of Elena, and maybe her story, uh, like Mark's story, might help you and help me uh, so that we, when we go through those difficult times in life, will remember there's always someone that has it a little worse off than us. There's always going to be someone that has it a little better off than us. But the key for you and I is to allow Jesus Christ to shine through each of us and not to be out there under our own strength, but to be walking in his strength. Because the Bible says when we are weak, he is strong. And there are going to be those times when we're weak and we feel weak. And you know what? That's not a bad position to be in sometimes if we understand our weakness in ourselves. But the scripture says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so whatever you're going through right now, I encourage you and I encourage me. Don't forget about Mark. And don't forget about that other person that reminds you of how tough life can be. Find the things in your life as I'll find the things in mine to be thankful for, to embrace to say, Lord, just take this situation in my life and use me. And I'll tell you what, if we are vulnerable, if we will allow God to use those stories of our weaknesses, he will get the, 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 the glory within those. 
But when we go around puffed up, when we go around in pride, and don't forget, the scripture says, <laughs> pride goes before the fall. Let's not fall on our face thinking more of ourselves than what we really are, but the Bible says to regard others in higher esteem than us. And we can do that and consider our weaknesses in the valleys that we walk through, realizing that God can receive the glory within those. So don't forget about Mark. Father, I thank you for my friend right now. Thank you for their life. Thank you that they're listening to the Encouragement Express radio show. Lord, I pray that you touch their life, encourage them, give them strength. Lord, give them the wisdom they need. Give them the unction that they need, Lord, to just allow you to really take charge of their life for you to live through them in Jesus' name. Well, I'm Michael Facciani, soloist, music evangelist, and the spiritual UPS man and mailman, uh, reminding you that I'll continue to carry your encouragement with me for ten thousands of miles. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking